0: Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Friday, the 18th day of February, 2022. Henry Tudor becomes Prince of Wales in 1503. The idea of the mostly ceremonial title for the heir apparent dates back to Edward of Carnarvon in 1301. He will take the throne as Edward II. English Puritan John Bunyan was a nonconformist, preferring to preach his own conscience rather than the crown's. He was imprisoned for 12 years. During that time, he wrote the Christian allegory, Pilgrim's Progress, which was published on this day in 1678. Ohio University is chartered in 1804. It will take nine years for them to enroll students and graduate the first two with bachelor degrees. In the world of big business, there are two Charles Schwabs. Charles M. was born on this day in 1862. He went from an engineering intern at Carnegie Steel to a major player at U.S. Steel before moving to Bethlehem Steel. A risk-taker, he managed to amass a large fortune in the first decades of the 20th century. However, his grand lifestyle was his demise, along with the downturn in the economy in the 30s. He spent the last decades of his life in a small apartment. Britain is linked to one of the furthest outposts of his vast empire in 1876 when a telegraph connection to New Zealand is established. Bert Muston was a character actor born in 1884. Acting was not his first profession, however. He was educated as a civil engineer and later a car salesman. An odd combination as the two require vastly different personalities. At the age of 67, Mustin moved into acting and found a third career there. He continued to appear on television and film into his 90s, usually playing old bald guys. If Pilgrim's Progress is too difficult of a read, you can always try The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, published on this day in 1885. It continues the earlier Tom Sawyer saga. Sawyer was largely autobiographical of author Mark Twain, while Finn was a mixture of several boys that Twain had known. Hoosier native Wendell Wilkie was born in 1892. As an attorney, Wilkie gained something of a national presence lobbying against the Tennessee Valley Authority, which would be government-funded competition to his employer, Commonwealth and Southern Corporation. Wilkie, a lifelong Democrat, switched to the Republican Party late in 1939, hoping to run against Roosevelt. When there was no clear candidate at the 1940 convention, Wilkie got the nod. One of his distinctions he was more inclined for the U.S. to join World War II. Wilkie was soundly defeated by Roosevelt after the election. He seemed to shift back to his Democrat roots and often supported Roosevelt policies, angering conservatives. He tried again in 1944, but showed poorly in early primaries and bowed out. George Gipp was a Notre Dame football player who died of pneumonia, possibly caused by being locked out of the dorm after coming back past curfew. The Michigan native was born in 1895 and died in 1920. Supposedly, on his deathbed, he told Notre Dame coach Newt Rockney to someday tell the team to win one for the Gipper. Rockney used the line eight years later when Notre Dame defeated Army in a 12-6 upset. The only thing that is certain is George Gipp was an outstanding Notre Dame football player and the pneumonia part. Winston Churchill makes his first speech in the British House of Commons in 1901. At 26 at the time, he will spend the next 63 years as a Member of Parliament. U.S. postage stamps are issued on rolls for the first time in 1908. The first class letter rate of the day was two cents. Adjusted for inflation, that is 60 cents or slightly over the current rate of 58. If we look back, the 1880s were a bad time to mail a letter. The adjusted rate then was the highest ever at 83 cents. Maybe the question should be, could the Postal Service be solvent at 80 cents today? The Boston Red Sox trade pitcher Cy Young to the Cleveland Naps in 1909. Young is in the last years of a stellar career that set records that still hold to this day. Young had played over half his illustrious career with the Naps. He will play 09, 10, and most of 11 there, and the last portion of Eleven with the Boston Rustlers. After the 1911 season, he retired and, for the most part, faded into the landscape of his boyhood home in rural eastern Ohio. Country musician and singer Pee Wee King is born into a Polish family in Wisconsin in 1914. King will be known for a few things. Co-writer of Tennessee Waltz is one. He was one of the first Nashville performers to adopt the rhinestone-studded nudie suits and he once played a non-opery show at the Ryman Auditorium with a trumpet and drums. Opry manager George D. Hay was not amused. Astronomer Clyde Tombaugh discovers the tiny planet Pluto in 1930. Smaller than our own moon and much less dense, Pluto's status as a planet is questioned. Like the other planets, it gets its name from mythology. Cartoonist Johnny Hart is born in 1931. Hart brought us B.C. and The Wizard of Id. Yoko Ono is 89 today. Of course, she was the wife of Beatle John Lennon. Lennon was her third husband, but she never remarried after Lennon was killed in 1982. Bobby Hart is 82 today. Hart and Tommy Boyce could be considered the fifth and sixth members of the Monkees. They wrote many of the group's songs, including the theme, and last train to Clarksville. The pair have also appeared on stage in reunion groups. Talking about starting early, Joe Nuxhall will sign with the Cincinnati Reds as a 15-year-old on this day in 1944. He will play for the Reds 22 seasons before moving to the broadcast booth. Chicago native Dennis DeYoung is 75. DeYoung was the lead singer for the 70s group Sticks. Juice Newton's career was a few years later, as she was on the charts in the 80s. Newton, whose given name is Judy, celebrates birthday number 70 today. Actor John Travolta is 68. The 1960 Winter Olympics opened in Squaw Valley, California. Squaw Valley is a few miles northwest of Lake Tahoe on the California-Nevada border. Actor Matt Dillon is 58. He is reported to be the lead in an upcoming television comedy called High Desert where a recovered addict becomes a private investigator. The space shuttle Enterprises takes to the air for the first time, but not under its own power. It's affixed to a Boeing 747. Enterprise made five flights from a 747. She was not equipped with engines or heat shield. The original thought was to retrofit her for space flight after the early test, but changes in design made that costly and impractical. Enterprise is on display at a museum in New York City. That night, rock band Kiss plays their first concert at Madison Square Garden. The band had been together for four years. There had been a long line of small clubs and long road trips in a station wagon to get there. The 1979 Daytona 500 is the first to be broadcast live flag to flag. Richard Petty comes from third to win his record sixth Daytona. The leaders had crashed on the last lap. If you're into alternative rock, lead singer for the Nashville-based Goodbye June, Landon has a birthday today. The first anti-smoking ad runs on television in 1986. It featured actor Yule Brenner, who had died a few months earlier, of lung cancer. That's history and comment for the 18th day of February. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go and do something worth remembering.